Alright, what is up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Backyard Buckets Podcast. You know, I've taken a few weeks off, um, obviously, for any basketball fans, you knew that we were, uh, all the conference tournaments had started and now we're getting ready to roll into the NCAA tournament. So uh, yeah, all that was going on and it's been pretty busy. Um, so, you know, still been trying to put as much content out as possible, but I haven't been able to do any uh, interviews in a few weeks, but we will be getting right back on that soon. So no worries, I have a bunch of guests lined up for this spring, this summer that I'm really, really excited about. So um, I think we're going to get some more coaches on here along with, of course, former players, but uh, more of a coaching aspect um, will be the focus for the next few um, guests, which I am, again, super excited about to pick their brain and just learn as much as I can and ask the questions that um, maybe as as this season went on that, you know, I, that came up and, you know, I feel like I had a new question every single day depending on what was happening or, you know, I maybe answered a question on my own based on what happened in practice or during a workout or something that I was wondering about and how I should handle certain situations. So I think coaches, uh, having coaches on here will be really, really helpful to not just me but other young coaches out there who do listen. So um, without further ado, um, let's just get right into the episode. So this one's going to be pretty short. Um, I kind of just wanted to give you guys a quick little update on, you know, the season, what's been happening, um, and of course, you know, what my plans are for the summer. So we did head into the MAC tournament as a two seed, and unfortunately, you know, we didn't play well in our first game against Ryder, and they uh, they they outplayed us that day, and they got the W, and they, they earned the win. So, uh, you know, first time in a long time not going on to, you know, the second round, let alone a championship game. So it definitely was a little bit weird for me. Um, just, just being so accustomed to winning, like there's really no other way to put it. Um, I haven't really lost much in my career. And, uh, you know, to lose in the first round is definitely, you know, leaves a bad taste in your mouth a little bit. But um, at the end of the day, all credit goes to Ryder and they, they played really, really well. And uh, I ended up, you know, making the most out of the situation anyway. We was down in Atlantic City, New Jersey. My dad came up, so ended up spending a couple extra days there with him. And now I'm home in North Carolina for about a week or so until we uh, start up with postseason. And, uh, you know, now that we're done playing as much as obviously I'd love for us to be the ones going to the NCAA tournament like we're used to. Um, I'm getting to watch it from home, I guess, and, uh, you know, getting to kind of cover it a little bit, tweet about it, make videos about it. So just trying to, you know, study other teams now and see what we can bring back to Quinnipiac and bring back to our team for next season. So um, you got to look at everything in in a positive light, even though it's hard to sometimes. So that's pretty much just the update um, with our season, so we are done. But uh, there was three end-of-season kind of takeaways that uh, I'm going to go into more in-depth pod uh, in the next couple weeks in terms of like what I've learned, you know, or three things that I thought I did well and didn't do well kind of stuff. So I'm going to do more of a specific one, but just in general terms, like kind of three takeaways um, from the end of the season um, in my first year of coaching. And the first one, we'll just get right into it, was just to ask questions and be curious. So I think that uh, I was, I asked a lot of questions and I was always searching for answers and looking up new stuff and watching videos and just trying to figure out and learn something new every day. So for me, I think I actually really impressed myself in that category um, in terms of always wanting to learn something new. Um, You know, when I was trying to answer a question or thought that I knew something that maybe I really didn't know. Or again, like you realize how much stuff you don't know by asking questions and, you know, just trying to answer certain topics or talk about certain topics, whether it's in the office or with a player and they ask a question and you realize, hmm, 
you know? I don't really know that. So you gotta be okay with saying no, but you gotta be okay with asking questions and not feeling like, you know, people are thinking that you're not as smart as you might seem or whatnot. But uh, you gotta be okay with all that. And then you gotta also be willing to find the answers though. Like you can't just ask questions um, and then not really have any initiative to go find out what the answer is yourself. So if a player asks me something on the court and you know I didn't really know how to answer, I'm gonna go ask one of the other coaches and make sure that I relay that back to the player so that, yeah, just because I didn't know in the moment, at least I can come back and give them a solid answer based on, you know, an accurate, accurate information um, later on. So I think that does mean a lot is that you're not just asking the questions, but you're putting in the effort to go and find those answers. So that is number one um, in terms of my takeaways. And I think that maybe that's just part of my personality that I just, you know, I don't really feel insecure about asking questions or not knowing certain stuff because I know that I'm going to go put the time in afterwards to go find out what that is so that the next time I get asked that question, I'm ready to answer it. My second biggest takeaway this year, without a doubt, this honestly probably could have been number one, but um, I really did learn what it means to uh, say, you know, the phrase of no job being too small. And again, coming into the season, I think we expected to have a director of basketball operations who would, you know, handle all the logistical stuff, all the back end stuff, which is a ton of work. So that job cannot be underestimated at all. But, you know, going into it, I was expecting to, you know, be an assistant coach and have an, you know, have adobo there um, to help out with all that kind of stuff. And then when that position was no longer available um, amongst the three of our assistant coaches, we kind of had to split up the duties a little bit um, and kind of just make it work and everybody kind of take on just a little bit more on their plate. So for me, obviously being the third assistant, the lowest level assistant, um, I was willing to kind of, you know, do everything, obviously, you know, Coach Wilson and Coach Brennan have been there a lot longer than I have. And Coach Wilson is our recruiting coordinator. So he's got already got a lot on his plate there. So I, you know, volunteered pretty much to take on the managers and to do the video stuff. And um, thank God, one of our managers that you guys already know, obviously, Rachel, um, I was able to recruit, you know, a decent group of managers who actually cared about the program and, you know, were kind of family ties. We had uh, coach's son, Paul Henry. We had um, our athletic trainer, Becky's son, Will. So a lot of people that were kind of invested in the program. Um, I think that's, I'm going to go off on a little tangent here, but I think that that was a huge thing is when it comes to managers, and again, I've only been doing this for one year, so you can take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt and just going by my experience, not only as a player, but obviously my first year coaching now, is that when you're trying to recruit managers or people to help out the program, you need people that actually care about the program. And I know that might sound obvious, but it's easy to you know, find a couple students who might want a couple a couple thousand dollars taken off by off of their uh, tuition bill um, by getting a scholarship to be a manager because that's typically you know they'll get a little bit of money or whatever. But if they don't care about basketball or it's more specifically like your team, they're not going to put in the same amount of effort that somebody who really did care about the team would. So, for example, like the fact that we got two of our coaches or staff members' sons to come work, like they've been around the program their whole lives, they know the culture um, and that automatically just makes such a difference because they're going to be willing to go that extra mile and to do the extra load of laundry or to you know bring the extra case of water or go out and you know somebody forgot their sneakers and go grab them for them stuff like that so um, with managers um, we were really lucky this year uh, to have obviously Will and Paul Henry and then can't say enough about Rachel Ennis. She's not a family affiliated, um, you know, with any of our coaches or anything, but she was a former camper at Quinnipiac. 
um, in terms of our kids camp over the summer and played basketball in high school. And she, this was her second year as a manager and she was all in. And I could not have, you know, gotten through this season um, without her. I've made plenty of mistakes myself, but I would have made so many more if she wasn't, you know, always on point. And I think that that just shows too, is just the balance of having different types of people around you. Like she was that organized, um, that organized person who loved the spreadsheets and the food documents and the Google stuff. And she was really super like in calendars, all that kind of stuff. Whereas I am kind of the opposite in terms of, I'm working on it, obviously got to get more organized, but that's not really my thing. So the fact that I was able to have managers on board who had basketball knowledge and Paul Henry, who was also a practice player for us, and then have Rachel who could do all that kind of back end stuff, the logistical stuff and help out with the planning of meals and the hotels and all that, um, that was really, really helpful. So so I can't say enough about how important it is to, you know, recruit people, not just players, obviously players, but recruit people that are going to be helping out with the program that have kind of the same goals as you, the same mindset, and that you can trust to be around your program and to represent your program in a really positive light. Um, so again, when it goes back to no job being too small, whether it was making sure that the projector was working before film and scout or making sure that there were oranges in the locker room, like our managers really did do a lot of that stuff and for me it was you know learning synergy obviously this whole year and learning how to live capture practice and sometimes it not working and trying to figure out all the you know the back end stuff with the cable cords and the HDMI and all that little stuff like there's no job that's really too small um, whether it was bringing the stools out on the court before practice um, again like you got to be willing to do everything especially in times of COVID where there aren't as many hands on deck so that was a really big thing and uh, you know I learned a lot in in terms of having to do um, stuff that a director of operations would have to do on a normal in a normal year. So I'm really glad that I got that experience because I definitely got a taste of what that's like and it's just going to make me more well-rounded for the future. All right, and the third and final takeaway from this season, obviously I've had plenty more takeaways, but these are kind of just the main three again that I'm going to be touching upon and that is the, uh, the importance of routine and realizing that you know, every day is kind of going to look the same. Um, there's always going to be a little bit of differences, but I think it's really important that you're able to kind of find a routine that works for you, stick to it, and obviously, you know, just build good habits within that routine. Because let's just say, obviously, I wasn't there for this summer um, in terms of summer school and stuff. We COVID, there was no summer school. I wasn't hired till September. So, um, but normally, like in the summer, as a player, I know that you know your workouts are always at the same time. Stuff Study hall was always at the same time when you're a player, right? So even when you're coaching though, like in the fall when we first started, practice is typically at the same time every single day. So you're gonna have, if you have a 10 o'clock practice slot from 10 to let's say 10 to one is your is your practice slot. You're always gonna have those couple hours in the morning to kind of get something done. And then you're always gonna have that afternoon period. So if you can kind of figure out what works for you, and this took me kind of a while and I still obviously don't have it down perfectly at all. But um, if you're able to figure out what kind of work you wanna get done in the morning before practice starts, or if there's a routine that you wanna like stick to in the mornings, whether that's waking up early and going to the gym, like that was kind of what I did. I would wake up early um, in the preseason, work out in the morning, um, and then obviously get to the arena, set up the set up the gym for practice, and then we would practice. And then I would do most of my you know busy work, whether it was recruiting calls or watching film and stuff later in the afternoon, because I felt like in the morning, I didn't really have enough time to really get focused. And that's also something that I learned is that 
you need to allocate more time than you think to certain tasks, right? Like if I wanna even watch a full game, sometimes I can take a while, especially if you're getting distracted all the time. So I'm not gonna bother trying to watch a full game if I only have an hour of crunch time before practice starts because then I'm kind of gonna be rushed and I'm not gonna watch it thoroughly. So for me, it was like figuring out what makes sense to do before practice when I only have maybe two hours, right, of work um, or of time that I'm in the office or to push it back to after practice where you have all afternoon. And then you obviously have to take into account um, staff meetings and stuff, which can go pretty long too, depending on what, you know, what's being discussed that day, player film, player workouts. So I kind of just tried to build a little bit of a routine as the season went along. So again, you know, preseason, you're there for three hours. And then once the actual season starts, um, three hours of practice, obviously you're there pretty much all day. But um, in terms of when the actual season starts, things change a little bit, right? Like now the schedule gets a little more, a little bit more um, day to day because you're playing games two or three times a week for us was back to back on the weekends so we did still have a little bit of a level of consistency knowing that our games were always going to be Friday Saturday Saturday Sunday um so throughout the week you got to know like okay Friday we play a game so I don't want to set up a bunch of calls on a day that we're going to play a game it just doesn't make sense right so I want to know that Monday and Tuesday is going to be my day to watch this film get it done uh finish watching a um a bunch of film on a kid by Tuesday or Wednesday, um, reach out Thursday, Friday for calls and stuff like that. So I think I can definitely do a better job and I want to make sure that I do a better job of kind of dedicating like certain days to certain tasks so that I make sure that I'm getting things done. So that again, it was like another takeaway just from the season was routine habits. Um, and then, you know, just making sure that you're able to stick to them. And again, like, like for me working out, I was working out in the morning during the preseason, but then once the season started, the days got a little bit earlier and I didn't really have as much time. So I ended up working out at night for like a couple weeks straight, which I didn't mind at all either. But again, like just making sure that I'm able to get everything that I want to get done um, throughout the day, you know, accomplished. And some days you're not going to like, that's also the fun part about the job is right. Like you could be in the middle of watching, watching, a, you know, a recruit and a player wants to come shoot and you want to go rebound for him. So you, you get up and you go do that. Right. So as much as it is a ton of routine and a lot of the same stuff on a daily basis in terms of practice, film, scouts. Um, it, it also is changing, right? Like you're not scouting the same team. You're scouting a different team every week. You're looking at a new player every week. You're working out with kids every week, um, whether it's, your, well, you know, you're working out with your players. So whether you're working on shooting that day, or you're working on ball handling with the kids. So things are changing within the the dynamic of uh, of the practice setting and of the, of the uh, college setting. So, you know, it was a really good experience though, just learning learning how to kind of delegate my time. Again, not great at it yet, but I'm going to try and improve that. Obviously, this coming offseason, we'll have a little bit more time to kind of spend on the court with our players um, and not as much stress in terms of prepping for games and stuff. But that's going to be my goal for next season is just to tighten up my time, make sure that I'm getting things done, planning the days and actually writing out. I started to do it, but I was kind of wishy-washy with it writing it out, whether it's in a journal or a calendar, um, and just kind of figuring out exactly what I need to get done, making sure it gets done day by day, week by week, month by month, so that I can definitely be more productive. And then also like, remember what I did last week. So, oh, I called this kid last week. Let me write that down, Jen. So Coach Wilson's been really good about, uh, you know, making sure that I'm logging everything that I'm doing. So, that, you know, it's easy to forget when you're talking to a lot of kids and recruiting and a lot of coaches and stuff, things get mixed up. So you gotta be really organized with your time. And that's definitely a takeaway um, that I have 
and seeing like how much that that really would help and does help um, even though I was just in the beginning stages of it but again I'm absolutely loving the job um, whether you know the whether it's the preseason the summer the postseason now that we're going into uh, my first year was unbelievable during these uh, crazy circumstances so hopefully I'll be out on the road recruiting this summer assuming everything continues to get better with COVID and whatnot but uh, that's what I'm most excited for again didn't get to go out and recruit last summer uh, so just to get on the road travel a little bit meet some people and continue to learn every single day is what I'm really just looking forward to and obviously getting back and having a more successful season uh, next year so those are my three takeaways for you guys just a little update pod again we'll be coming out with plenty of episodes throughout the spring and summer definitely going to keep going strong on this I've been absolutely loving it be sure to dm me if you have any questions whether it's instagram twitter whatever um, and I just started a newsletter, actually Backyard Buckets newsletter that I send out weekly now, which is kind of like X's and O's breakdowns, some film study stuff that I just love doing in my spare time. Um, so I've just been starting that out. So if you want to subscribe to that, you can check out the link in the description of this pod and sign up and that'll go right to your email inbox. So yeah, I hope you guys did enjoy the episode. Be sure to leave a rating, leave a review if you do enjoy the episodes and uh, look forward to hearing from you guys soon. And hopefully you look forward to hearing from me soon. So see you in the next episode.